What up, what up, what up, y'all? You are now tapped into the Full Disclosure Show, where we tell it like a T.I. is. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first, coming at you with Baba Rich Green, Dick Dashley in the house, and the little lady of the house, Miss Lisa Lisa. What up, what up, what up, y'all? I'm feeling a real positive vibe today, man. There's a real good energy in the building today. Hey, man, we are full swing. It's still Aquarius season out yeah, here. Yeah, right at the tail end, though. Man, how the shortest month of the year seem like it's the <laughs> longest thing when it comes to these Aquarius? It does seem like it's been February forever. Yeah, so happy the birthday, month of love. Happy birthday, Lance. Seville Butler. Happy birthday, Seville B. Butler. Happy birthday, Shauna Rocks. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday, Nikki Dickerson. All you birthday people. All the Aquariuses. Yes, indeed, y'all. And, uh... Uh, please like the page, the full disclosure page, and uh, and subscribe to the full disclosure show on YouTube, man. Help you know what I'm saying. Hit that subscribe, hit the like, holler at us. You know if you like the the work that we're trying to do as a movement, man, as a movement, and we're trying to move us, and we you know trying to move it as a whole. Like we networking out with y'all, yeah. man. We come you know hit us up. You know, we come to you, you come to us. We would love to have guests. If you're doing something, let us know. We we supporting you. You know, those that support us, you know what I mean? Sometimes it'd be the strange, you know, people you don't know who showing the most love, and a lot of times right. that'd be the case. Yeah. You know, so, hey, the, the love is real. We come see you, you come see us. If you're doing something, like I said, hit us up. We promote it, you know what I mean? And and likewise, it's going down. Like my man Jerome Jackson. Well, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. Shout Arthur. out to you know Olary, you know what I mean, and the survive, you know, surviving the stroke and the, st- the stroke awareness stuff that she's doing. Yeah. And uh, man, That's an awesome yeah, stuff and uh, you know, you know, I, I can't, you know, it's just my man uh, K Zone who uh, K Y who was just on the show, the stuff that That's he's right. doing. Yeah, yeah man, man, and uh, you know, we just trying to support. Yes, indeed. So. What's up, Lex Green, Patrick Buckboy, Cole, Shondell, Ray, Veronica Thornton. Thank y'all for joining. I was told I need to get a shirt like yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we're going to go ahead and uh, get into the proceedings this evening, man. I'm going to go ahead and kick this thing off. As uh, many of you have seen, you know, the topic is is, is kind of labeled, is, is there a plot to feminize the black male. You know, a lot of these conscious groups, they, they say the, that's the most, you know, the, the uh, most alarming thing in the black community is the feminization of the black male. Like, you know, that's like the worst thing that could happen. So, <laughs> you know, and as recently we've seen that there's been a lot of talk about with Dwayne Wade and his, his son, which is 12 years old, has chosen to... Uh, what's the word? Choosing to identify as a girl, Zion Isaiah, right? right? Yeah. And there's a lot of and there's so there's all this backlash that's, that's coming, and people are saying, you know, I really don't understand what the man is supposed to do. It's his son, and but you know we're gonna talk about that, and uh, you know immediately after that, like try to sum it up. I want to just start there. Uh, so, you know, I've seen a lot of backlash about, you know, his, he should, I don't know what, what, I, I really don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what, as a father, you can do to, 
when you, if your son comes to you, and we all remember when we was young and you knew the boy that was out there jumping rope while we was playing football. You know, he was, he, you know, a lot of times, you know, the boy that was playing with Barbie dolls when we were playing with G.I. Joes, you know what I mean? You knew who, you probably, I heard somebody say this, like, I knew you was gay before you knew you was gay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, and they said, well, he's too young to know, you know, his, I mean, look, for one, on that, don't nobody know your child like you know you know what I mean? What may be too young or what may be some, some kids, you can have three, four kids in the same house and the youngest kid would be more responsible and you can put more <laughs> on his shoulders and, mm-hmm. and, than, than the oldest or like everybody's different. So you can't tell somebody else how to raise their child when, or what they should do or what approach. They should take with their own kid. Like, that's on anything. You know, Rich, you mentioned, we talked about it before, about the T.I. incident with him. You know, we had that conversation, you know, with him taking his daughter and, you know, seeing if her, her, she was still a virgin. You know, and the, and the thing is, you know, we can say whether you agree, whether you don't agree, but this is his house. This is his children. This is his, you know, this is how he choose. I'd rather father be there and be over-intrusive than not be there at all. You know what I mean? So it's like, on that note, I just don't know what he's supposed to do with his with his son. And then on the heels of that, I see that, you know, I'm a Marvel fan. And, you know, they're doing a Marvel movie. I'm on it, The Eternals. And they, they're going to have the first openly gay Marvel superhero. And he just so happens to be a black man. And you know, I'm gonna, yeah, and you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm, this is the full disclosure show. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. When the first when I heard, like, ah, oh, why I gotta be a brother? You know, what I'm saying, yeah, why the gay yeah. dude gotta be a brother? And you know, and then I had to, you know, I had to catch myself because I, I, you know, and I had to think, what if I was a gay black man? You know what I mean? And then I look and I see, oh man, the first. Openly gay superhero is gonna be a brother like myself, like you know. I and then just like when we saw Luke Cage and when we see this, you know what I mean? This like okay, I'm about to see myself in these movies that he probably went to a hundred times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now I get to see myself on the screen, like so. I, I looked at it from that perspective, and I'm like, well, you know what I mean? Like I I I I, I see this. And then the whole thing about the Billy Billy Porter I put on the post where people act like if you see, I can see a hundred guys in the dress. Okay. That's not going to make me gay. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to make me, uh, you know, I can see, watch, right. You know, you know, I've seen all these images of men kissing and now that's going to make me homosexual. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So I just want to put all that out there and it's open for discussion. Well, Patrick Buckboy Cole chimed in. He said on this subject, I'll just say I wouldn't handle it as well as Wade or Magic. Hey, that's that's big ups. So yeah. that they are. Yeah, they both have to handle it. Lisa, I'm sorry. I know it's all you to talk about this. No, yeah, yeah. No, but who's to say Wade or Magic didn't have a difficult time in the beginning mm-hmm. dealing with it? Mm-hmm. But because they love their son, you they put their feelings aside. I think a lot of times in these situations, it the parents take it personal and they take it as a personal failure, especially fathers, if they see that. Not their to, son, well, let me just ask him. There's an article where when Dwayne Wade talks about it, mm-hmm. and he talks about it, how difficult it was for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, he admitted to it. Mm-hmm. You know. So go ahead. And uh, 
So I think. What's up, Sharice? What's up, Marcus Johnson? If people stop taking it, if parents stop taking it as a personal, personal and and get your feelings out of it, then maybe you can start to get past it and we can get past this stereotype of, you know, you, you can't be masculine if you're a homosexual. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think that's what it is. People don't view homosexuals mm -hmm. as being masculine, but you can be very well be masculine and be a homosexual. It's a lot of times that you don't even know that somebody is a homosexual because they carry on this um masculine persona so that's, that's how a great point that's how i take it as far as being a, a parent and i'm not saying that it's easy just get over it and i'm not saying that if i wake up tomorrow and my son says that you know i think i'm gay i'm gonna be all up and okay you know <laughs> i might it's gonna be a hard pill to swallow but i love my son you don't go dress shopping. Yeah. <laughs> and see so the thing, we don't know. I've been for this. And before before you come, before you go, Rich, we don't know what the nights was when they went. You know, in that household mm -hmm. was like between Gabriel and Dwayne. We don't know what that was like. You know what I mean? And that a lot of people is just coming with the conclusion, just like you said, like, oh hey, that's so. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and it, might, it wasn't like that. I'm sure it wasn't like that. Yeah. But at the at the end of the day, this is your child. Mm -hmm. So, Dick Dashman. Hey, once again, I, I, I agree with y'all. I'm <clears throat> Once again, it's a full disclosure, so I'm going to keep it 100. You know, I got a son. If my son came out and said he was gay, first thing I'm going to feel is disappointment. You know, I'm, I'm going to be sad. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? However, I ain't going to love him no less. That's still my baby. You know, with my, you know, my male ego, the whole nine, I'm going to want him to be the top. Mm -hmm. You know? Son, go out there, pound that ass, let's do it. <laughs> we take one for the team, give it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I want him in the winning position. You know, I want him in pole position. <laughs> What's up, Demetrius? You know, mucho. Keep it real, but you know what I didn't like is I saw so many people attacking Dwayne Wade about this. Mm -hmm. How's you letting your son change his name from Zion to, to Zaya? You know, what type of man are you to do? Blah blah blah. It's called being a father. Mm -hmm. It's called removing your ego. It's not about you. I think a lot of times what we do is we put the pressures that we uh, things we failed in life and we put it on our kids, whether it be education, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things that we do, we live vicariously through our children. Now, I know sometimes we don't want them to make the same mistakes. I think of it on the sexuality side of it, though, just to keep it 100 with you. Like I said, I'd be disappointed, but I get over it quickly because am I supposed to love you less because you're gay? You know? I'm not going to love you any less. You're still mm -hmm. my baby. You still came from me. You right. know what I'm saying? I made you. So let's get that that portion out the way. But the, the other piece of it is, as a black man, I saw, uh, what's the guy who made that TV show, Empire? What's that director name again, D? Oh, you're talking about... Um, oh, um, uh, Daniels. Daniels. Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. It was a scene inside of Empire which... Um, you know, the father found out his son was mm -hmm. gay and threw him mm -hmm. in the trash, yeah. right? I know what you're talking about. Lee Daniels took that from his life. And he said his father told him that that was kind of a metaphor. But what his father said is, you already a black male. You got so much against you. And you gay on top of that, that's going to be harder. But you know what? 
I used to feel the same way because I know how hard it is for me being a black male. Man, you were talking about the story where we almost end up doing 25 years in jail for something we ain't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it can happen, but um, that's a fallacy to a large degree. That's us saying we understand the societal norms from black America and how they're going to accept you. Because it's still, it's still hard. We accept a woman being gay or bisexual quicker than we do a man yeah. being, being gay or bisexual. So it's a stigma within the black community. But if you look at it statistically speaking, homosexual households have a, a better rate of living, a higher earning potential than straight couples. So actually, your son probably end up living a better life because you got two good earners in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, as being a black male, what's up, Spence? What's up, man? present sometimes can make other men uncomfortable that don't look like us. But if you walking around, you openly gay, that probably makes them a little bit more comfortable with you. And I'm talking about dominant society. Right. It almost makes them more acceptable than it does the masculine male. So you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they probably have more open arms. Now I don't take you as a threat. You. So I think a lot of the, how we say you're gonna have a harder time because you're gay. Is based upon a skewed view of our time in America, right. of what we live through yeah. being straight black men. But that's not to say a gay black man doesn't have it harder because you're gonna have ridicule, you're gonna have people looking at you. You gonna, you know, it is certain things that you gonna you gonna feel that's gonna be mm-hmm. harder. But as a father, and you're a father of a gay man, that means you need to be supporting your son even more. You know, and I'm glad that he's supporting his son. Hopefully the instances of these children that are gay or are confused on what they feel sexually, uh, it lessens the amount of people committing suicide, yeah. hurting themselves, yeah. going into yeah. depression, you know. Um, and we need to grow up as a society. Yeah, you know, that don't mean we ain't going to make jokes. You know, I, I, I do stand-up comedy. I'm going to make jokes about this type of stuff because this stuff is funny. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. It's funny. But we got to not take ourselves so serious and we got to stop ostracizing our sons that come out and say that they get. Yeah. Now, it's easy for me to say without having to go through that, yeah. but I wouldn't love my son any less. What's up, Terry Sanders? I want to point out that I feel like when your child comes to you and says that he or she is gay or I want to be a boy or I feel like a girl, whatever the circumstances are, mm-hmm. I do think that that child, especially when they're young, that child needs to <clears throat> enter some sort of therapy because you're already going, especially if you're black, you're already going to be ostracized for whatever normal, the norm black, normal thing they ostracize black people for, you know, being black, ghetto, educated, whatever, poor, whatever. Then now on top of that, you're really going to be ostracized because you're gay. And in this case, he wants to be a girl. He feels as if he's a girl. So that's on double on top of double that's a lot to deal with with the child so i think that when these kids come to you and say i feel this type of way these kids need therapy that's a lot to deal with well and in that case i think the average black child need therapy that's true i I don't think that we should just single it out because it's it's not it's not even about to change to try to change that kid. No, no, not to change, but to but, help but, you deal with the yeah, that's a lot. Them. That's a lot to deal with, and I also think that the parent should go into therapy too, especially if you're one of those parents that you can't accept it in the beginning or you can't mm-hmm. accept it. You need mm-hmm. therapy 
Y'all all need therapy because this is going to be a hard situation. Me, myself, I feel as if people can be born, born in the wrong body. Their body don't match their brain mm. or vice versa. I personally feel that way. And I personally feel that when a kid is gay at a young age, if nothing has happened to that kid, such as sexual abuse, mm -hmm. and that kid says, I'm gay, that he or she knew they were gay. Once they start feeling once, it. Once yeah. they felt, once they knew, you know what you like. Mm -hmm. As a kid, you know what you like and what you don't like, what food you like and what food you don't like. That's right. I mean, I know it's a, a little more serious, but mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, you, but a kid knows what they like and what they don't like. Well, Veronica Thornton said, in some instances, I don't think it's really about them being homosexual, but more about it seeming to want to become an exaggerated version of females and how they are perceived in a male-dominated world. That's a, that's a very poignant You tapped yeah. into the Full Disclosure Show. Doug Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dastley, Miss Lisa, Lisa, the little lady of the house. I want to kind of um, comment on this notion and, and, and this is what, you know, one of the things we talk about, too, about the so-called conscious community who act like this is a threat to the existence of black people everywhere. <laughs> like, this is one of the number, you know, this plot to feminize the black man. And, you know what I mean? And it's like, I just, when I think about the black community as a whole, you know, I think <clears throat> what's a lot more damaging than homosexuality and feminization is and excuse my language, but these bitch ass niggas that running around here as masculine and as homo as uh, heterosexual as can be, but they they have a baby after baby with six or seven different women. They don't father their children. You know what I mean? They they they, they out here. These are uh, more of a threat to our community than anybody. You know what I mean? Like you talking about feminization? You know they they act. They're heterosexual men, but they act like they're emotional and they're and they're angry and they're you know what I mean? This is when when I hear feminization, this is what I think about. I don't think about homosexuality. I think about how men are, are not taking care of their responsibilities, not holding themselves accountable in their own households. You know, this is what what I think about. You know what I mean? We we talk about before growing up in single family homes. You become emotional. You become more, you know, without a man's figure. A, a woman can teach you how to be a man, but she can't show you how to be a man. So, you know what I mean? There's some things that you just can't pick up. Mm -hmm. You got to pick up from a man. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is a lot more damaging. When we talk about the prison, the prison industrial complex where a lot of men, millions of black men going here with no homosexual experiences, going here and they... Engage in homosexuality while they're locked up 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And they come out and try to assimilate into the world, you know. And then you have behavior where kids are getting abused. I mean, there's there's just so many different factors play into it. that play into it. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about, you know, this way is, you know, his child is going to be great. She's, she's going to do fabulous things. She got a wonderful parent, loving family, and, and she's going to be fine. She's no threat to the black. I don't know why people have their asses on their backs about this. Yeah. Like, what, what somebody eat does not make you shit. Like, you know what I mean? We can support wow. each other as different as we are. You know, I'm sure there was a lot of homosexual masculine men in the civil rights movement we didn't even know about. 
Man, James Ball wanted to be one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you, ain't, you ain't gonna find a, a person who was more down for black people than James Ball was. But that didn't make him any less of a man. I don't understand why people act like if you're homosexual, oh my God, you're contagious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't like, catch that homosexual. Don't breathe on me, you gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't have. Comments, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, keep that thought. Lex Green said, honestly, how serious can you take a 12 year old? For example, what if you wanted a tattoo? Shouldn't you first offer the water tattoos before jumping to the permanent ink? So maybe smaller steps would have been helpful for his curiosity and a guide for parents going through the same, hold on, through the same. What's up, Tanya? But then again, like I said, we don't know what what's going on in their household. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? A water tattoo for gayness. Uh, Veronica Thornton said, uh, in many ways, they are allowing the lines of femininity and gender to be blurred uh, to the point of no longer being defined. I can't say that I disagree with that at all. Tiffany Mitchell, Kiki Mitchell, how y'all doing? Uh, make your opinion known, 330-578-4230. Derek, you were, you were making a point when I cut you off. I'm sorry. Uh, I was, no, I was just getting ready to say I just can't. I just can't. Out of all the things that, you know, we have to deal with in, the, in our communities, in our households, this one is just not a, a, a bus that I'm, I feel like I have to ride on. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't feel like I need to comment about anybody's sexual orientation. Like, at this point in the game, up, you know, that's not a fight that I feel like I need to I fight. Don't think if he sees, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't think if hey, a boy me. sees a boy in a dress, all of a sudden he, that's going to make him be gay. Exactly. If you're already gay, then you're already gay. No, no seeing no picture or no video of One of my mom's gayness. best friends was gay growing up. One of my, And she used to come over. Shout out to Net. Net is out there. And she used to come over every day and, and trade outfits with my mom. Yeah. And, you know, I was young enough to understand that, I mean, I, I don't know if I knew the concept of gay, but he was as feminine as a man you could be. Yeah. They called him net because he used to wear them net shirts. Remember he was net shirts? <laughs> <laughs> he used to always wear the different color like net shirts. Yeah, you know, <laughs> nipples hanging all up. And he was, you know, and he would, he would over, he was over all the time. Like that never influenced me or, yeah. or made me think. Oh, you I, know. Mean, I know that says hey. a little different for a woman, but I have gay women friends and gay male friends and. I'm nowhere near a lesbian, so I mean, so exactly. I so it's, it's like <laughs> there's a lot many more trains we can ride on, man, than this one. Like, can, can I just say ahead. shout out to Dwayne Wade though for supporting you? Yeah, no yeah. doubt, no you doubt. Know, we man. need more black fathers like that. Y'all sitting here, you want to criticize that man? Yeah. He giving his yep. son support. He loving his son through every and anything. You know, and Derek, you mentioned something. Dwayne Wade was married prior to Gabrielle Union. He was married to his high school sweetheart. That's their son together. And they said they started noticing things about him when he was younger, and they had this discussion. And they felt it was coming, like, oh, he's not doing this. He's exactly. Doing That's that. what they I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, so you, you know, know you know when your son or Exactly. Daughter... Don't nobody know your child better than you. Mm-hmm. Y'all tapped into the Full Disclosure Show, man. Thank y'all for your comments. Give us, give us a call. Uh, Derek Lamont wins the first. Baba Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Lisa, Lisa, the little lady of the house. And we're going to move on to Miss Lisa, Lisa. So, I want to discuss deprogramming your kids and reprogramming them. And I just want to talk about my struggle, you know, get a little personal. So, when I have my kids, 
I, I wouldn't consider myself to be as knowledgeable as I am now about consciousness and knowing who I am and these things, you know. So when I had my kids, I more or less raised my kids with a um, unconscious mind being programmed. And so now that I'm older and my kids are older, now I'm in that struggle with trying to reprogram them and it's really a struggle. And I don't never really hear anybody talking about it. I don't know if it's because, you know, you may be a little embarrassed. <laughs> I think sometimes in the conscious community, we can seem very uptight about things. Like, you know, you mm. fucked up, you made mistakes, just like anybody else. So swallow that and get it right. And that's what I was going through, like, really kind of feeling some way and feeling some way about my parenting skills because I was starting to realize things and I felt as if the things that I was realizing was because of how I raised them. Mm -hmm. So I just want to talk about how, you know, you go through these spats where you're trying to teach your, trying to teach your kids everything is in black and white. You try to teach your kids that what they teach you in school isn't right, isn't the facts, but you still need to know this so you can navigate through their system. world. Yeah, isn't it crazy? And their kids, so they don't understand those things. So now, yeah. now not only are they, if they're at that age, not only are they trying to struggle with finding who they are, now you're telling your kids that this is what it is, you know, about conscious information. This is who you really are. Mm. So that's a lot to deal with. So then they get to acting out and doing things that are in their best nature. And right now, I'm kind of going through this struggle with my son where, you know, he, he goes through, he's going through what he's going through as a kid. And now I feel as if a lot of things that I taught him or let him do or however when he was younger, when I was younger, now has affected who he is now. Who he is now. So mm -hmm. now it's really a struggle and I'm just like, is do do you guys feel that struggle? And if you guys are feeling that struggle, how did you guys get past it, you know? It's pretty deep. Before I answer that, I'm gonna. It was it's a comment from the last subject when we were talking about Dwayne. Dwayne, then I'm gonna come back to that. It's damaging. This is from Veronica Thornton. It's damaging uh, the image of what a black man and or man is perceived to be in the culture where European standards are considered the norm. There's already degradation of the community based on pure perception alone. So to uphold beauty standards based on gender perception of what male and female is, children in general, I'm sorry, is, further creates an adultification of black children in general. There is a connection to the psychological trauma in the black community. And uh, Tiffany Mitchell said, so right, you know your kids better than anybody. But get to what you said, like, uh, so raising them one way, coming into consciousness, seeing the mistakes you made in the past, and then trying to reprogram right. based on that. Well, it's crazy because, you know, I have one child that is in their late 20s. I got one in their mid-20s, 
and I got one in their teens. And I see the differences in each. The one in her late 20s, my whole thing was the whole method. Go to school, get good grades, graduate college, get a good job. Raised her like that. But in that, I've always been, I kept it real. As I was growing, she was growing. We have a very good two-way conversation. and uh, The lines of communications are open. And just to see the beautiful butterfly she's become uh, as a woman is, I feel, just a testament to the fact that she listens. You know, So that transition was easy for her. The middle one, she grew up in the church more than the older one. So hearing me uh, or grew, grew up with just norm, normalization of things, to hear me be conscious and, and say certain things or have certain structures in me was hard for her, but she accepts me for who I am. And I see certain things in her as well. The last one pretty much grew up with, okay, I'm conscious. Mm -hmm. You know, most of his life is conscious. But what's funny is, I think he probably rebels the most out of all of them. You know, the fact he dating a white chick, the whole nine, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know. Yeah. Not, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, you, you got somebody telling you how beautiful you are and who you are from the beginning. I think, like, the reprogramming, just introduce your kids to the real and let them sort it out. They're going to be all right. If, you, if you're real and you walk in that path, they're going to do what you do. It don't matter what you say out your mouth. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's consciousness going to this. I don't care if you were, um, you're a meat eater going to vegan. They watching what you do. And they're going to do what you do. They're not going to do what you say. So I wouldn't even worry about it because your kid is going to be all right because you're walking in the path of righteousness as far as you see it. You know, you just did what mama and them told you. So according to your parents, you walked the way that they asked you to. Mm -hmm. So you honored them. So your kids, I think each generation honors the next as long as they have a level of respect for each other. That's all I'm trying to say in that show. Yeah. That's it. Well, uh, first, first thing I think is to understand that all of us are programmed to a certain extent when we come into this world off rip. You know what I mean? There's a level of programming that has been established, you know, and so you're fighting against that off rip. Like, you know, so and then like speaking from my own situation, you know, you know, when me and my ex split up, my kids were younger. You know, I, I was molding them, but you know they, and so then there was a gap where I wasn't in their life every 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 day. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you know, they you know they were, and then you know me and their mom had a different uh, philosophies about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So you know, I was like, okay, how do I, you know, and I was like trying to strategize, how do I come back? What they're getting from home, what they're getting from school, what they're getting from church, what you know, that whole program, and you know, and I, you know, so I was like, how do I combat that? And uh, you know, and a lot of it was just just talking to them, mm -hmm. just just you know, it's like you know, I never tried to beat them upside the head with anything, but we would talk about a lot of these things, and I would give them my views, and I would listen to their views, and you know, and we would have a, you know a dialogue, like you know, and. <clears throat> And it would get to the point where, like, you know, where they would, they would see, see things that I would tell them, and they would see it coming to fruition. They would understand it. And I remember one time when my son, he called me after, right after school. Like, he couldn't wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, Dad, you know, they was teaching us about, the, you know, the dark ages, and they was teaching us how, you know, 
They were showing us how they, you know, if you didn't convert to Christianity, you were put to death. You know what I mean? And he was like, man, I remember you telling us, telling me that. You know, and it, it's not that, you know, he had the system reiterate something that I had already told yeah. him. And so, and so when, once they start seeing, like, you don't, you don't have to tell them or beat them over the book. Like, this is fact. You can research. It's like we say all the time, research this stuff. You know, it's not nothing I'm making up. I'm just telling you the real. Like, when you come from a place of truth, and like you're saying, and you walking in that truth, then it's undeniable. So it's like, you, you know, you don't have to beat, beat them over upside the head with it, and we, but you just present it from, from where it is. Mm -hmm. The truth going to stand on its own, you know what I mean? And everything else flies with the wind. So, but yeah, I, you know, I understand definitely that, you know, we all program. There's a battle as a parent, like, and you made a great point. You know, we did like we was told to do. You know what I mean? I, we knew we all all, the, all my information came from outside of my household. Like I wasn't, you know. So you already got a leg up. <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as the way we were raised, your kids, our kids, already have a leg up, and hopefully we they can pass that forward. Yeah. And we have a, a few comments. Patrick Bo Boy Cole said that's a tough spot there, Lisa. Teaching your child certain truths about things that aren't taught in school concerning black people in America, you hope they don't reject your teachings because the school doesn't teach it. Veronica Thornton went on to say, you can't make them into human beings you want, into the human beings you want, but they will appreciate your honesty and growth along the way because parents and children are going together yeah. and learning about each other as time goes on. It's the journey that people forget they're in. Uh, they're on as we experience the circle together, of life together. And I think it's a great example. And I know for a fact, I've seen this with my own, I, I experienced this with my own child, kids, is that as a, as a parent, as an adult, you can, you can demonstrate that you can learn. You know, you can teach your old dog new tricks, you know what I mean, if the old dog is willing to learn. And when you're willing to learn, you know, when you're willing to learn and willing to show like I'm learning and, and willing to share what you're learning and, and willing to learn from your kids, you know what I mean? Like, that's a great example because a lot of people, they stand in ignorance and if, like, you know, the experience where, 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 where my kids is getting stuff from me and they're going home and sharing it with their mom. And then, you, and then, you know, she's actually coming up from a level of consciousness from them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's like, now they say, like, you know, they actually, where she's actually said, like, they've actually opened my eyes to a lot of things. When you allow your children to, you know, learn with you and, and teach them, they can see, you know, an example of I don't have to stay in one's mindset or I don't have to stay in one space. I can learn and I can grow because I see my mom growing. You know, I see my dad growing. I see, you know, you know, my parents doing something that they wasn't doing before. You know, I see them, you know what I mean? And, and that's a great example. Well, you know, you can learn from anybody. I saw a little Kim, of all people, said that she learned stuff from her four-year-old. I think that this generation did a better job listening to their kids than the generations previously. I think there was a, a lack of respect from generation to the next you my child, I'm going to tell you what to do, you're going to do it. Yeah. I think that there's two-way communication. I, know, I see how you work with your kids. Mm -hmm. I think that you do a great job of listening to them and understanding them. So whatever effect you want out of them, I think you're going to get eventually. You know, if you're not getting it now, 
boys always take a little bit longer. The hair harder, you know. Y'all will. The hair harder. They start yeah. getting taller than you. Yeah, one of the things that I think that I had to struggle with is uh, I felt as if that there were things that that were beyond me, and that my kids needed a little bit of therapy. We t- we always talk about black boys, black men need therapy, but we don't really act on it. Right. And so I finally act mm-hmm. on it, but part of it that I did not act on it is that the it was kind of the embarrassment of, oh, you know, you're a parent and you can't handle this, especially when you're going through this system and they're the white couch therapist and, and the white system, you know. Gotcha. So I had to put my pride aside and realize that it's not about me, it's, it's about, about my children. So I, that's what I'm going through now. And, and then also you might worry about when you're a single parent, you're already going through, you may already be going through a depression state. And I'm coming from a mother's, a woman's point of view. And it's hard being a mother and being single, being in that certain geographical area having that certain educational aspect in it and the financial aspect in it. So you're frustrated and you may not handle situations in the way that you would handle it now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So your kids go to therapy and they say to the counselor, well, my mom said this to me. My mom said that to me. You know, and that might have been some things that the, that you said or done five years ago, but it did affect your kid, and that's why you're there, because you need to help your kid get through whatever affected him, whether that was you, dad, the teacher, the friend, or what have you. So, that was a struggle that I dealt with, you know, was worried about what he would say to the therapist, and when the therapist would say that to the CPS, you know what I'm saying? Because we can't trust the system. Right, I mean, so that was a, that was a real struggle right. that I was going through, and it was a kind of an embarrassment. But like I said, I had to get past my feelings, and I had to put my big girl panties on and deal <laughs> with the situation. That's and I do think that it will help in the long run. But right now, it just seems like I'm going well, up this hill, and I'm just keep sliding down. Well, it also Probably there's also an aspect of it when you you know as a Woke as being woke, so to speak, mm-hmm. and being conscious, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You 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 talk about, you know, railing against the establishment, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you have to go to the establishment. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And and that can be confusing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you know trying to explain explain that action or whatever. But yeah, that's a. Uh, that's, I just think it's easier to drop kick your kids downstairs. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, Trezana Staples said. When I was uh, when I was raising my children, I reschooled them after school. I taught them to know the difference and not to talk about what I taught them in school or in our home. Mm-hmm. What's up, K Wall in zone? She went on. Trezana went on to say, "My grown ass adult children <laughs> don't listen to me now. I taught them to be free thinkers, and sometimes." I, I, I think, sure. <laughs> think a little bit too uh, free. Yeah. Don't be thinking that much. You know what? I, I'll say this. My kids do listen. And that's not even the fact that I want them to listen Otis, to Otis. my every word. 
you know, I had this, I had, and I'm kind of getting over it, this fear of, oh my God, my kids are going to be on drugs. Oh my gosh, my daughter's going to be a whore. And she's going to have like five different kids by <laughs> four different baby dads. And, you know, and then I think about the things that I went through and I, I had a fear that my kids would go through these things because, you know, you only do what you learn. Mm -hmm. And obviously they were there when I was going through these traumatic experiences and I'm kind of messed up about it and I kind of have issues over it that I'm dealing with and I didn't yeah. think it was fair that I was going through what I was going through to fix myself and not fix my kids at least give them a fair chance that's real talk what's mm -hmm. up family Veronica Thornton went on to say uh people I'm gonna make sure okay well, I want to make sure that I, I'm saying this right yeah my, I'm getting old you know my eyes getting old <laughs> People are treated and help people with therapy understand the cultural differences uh, that dictate certain behavioral, I'm sorry, certain behaviors they may not be equipped to understand. You use the establishment to find the help you're looking for and address the issues with people who can relate to your experiences. And that's why I think it's, uh, it's good to find people who can relate to your experiences. That's why, you know, I like to find therapists that look like me. Hopefully they had similar backgrounds as me. You yeah. know? I think that's what you were alluding to. And yeah. I don't think that none of these therapists at this moment have the same background and you know right. mm -hmm. as as we do. And I mean, I don't want to judge a book by its cover, you know, but you? at the same time, if it walked like a duck and quite like no. a duck, quack quack. And the tie and the tie like, kinda of tie both both topics in, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, as a parent, there's no, I'll, I'll like to refer to that, I think it was the Tommy J cartoon where they had the, the book on child psychology mm -hmm. and they kept reading, going all the book and none of it worked and finally at the end they just took the book and beat the kid. You know what I mean? Because there's no blueprint. You know what no. I mean? There's no one way to do it. You know, it's like, you know, you grow and you learn and you, and you try and and that's all you can really do at the end of the day, you know. It, it you know, it gets hard because your kids could make you depressed sometimes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's hard. And, and you know, if you, got kids, you, hey, if you got I'm kids, you if you got kids, your depressed. kids have made you depressed. Yes. It's period, that period where you I just throw it. your hands up and you just, I don't know what to do with this one. For please. Been there. I've been and there. so recently. It's a, but, but see, one, you feel as if right. you fell on your kids. But see, one thing that always what 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 helped me is I remember my upbringing. I remember how my mom would, you know, I would my mom would be stressed out, and my uncle would talk to me, and they just were like, you know, they. I remember them when they were at their wit's end, and I also knew that everything they told me was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was back there somewhere. You know what I mean? Even when I wasn't listening to it, and at a certain point, it all started to come to fruition. Like, you know, okay, this is who I'm supposed to be. This is who I am. It was always there, even when I wasn't doing what they was, you know, saying me to do. So I knew. I always felt that way, and so I always, with mine, you know, one of the things, and you know, if any advice, like I always would tell my kids what I, why I was making them do what I was making them do. I always thought that was helpful. Like if I was saying, "This is why I'm doing this. I'm telling you this because I want you to understand this. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this to you now because I want you to be, you know, like, like, you know, when your mom was like." 
would clean the room. Why? Because I said so. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I want you to clean your room because I want you to learn how to be responsible. That's I right. want you to learn how to be, you know, take care of yourself. So this is why I'm telling you how to why to do this. And it helps them to pro like, you know, process like, look, this is what. Yeah. So I, I want you to watch this video because I want you to try to understand something. Like, you know, as a young black man, you got to understand, you know, whoop de woo woo, -woo, -woo. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's real helpful and like I want you to so what's understand about why I want you to be a conscious young black man this is why I want you to and it, it can be uncomfortable especially as a kid like when you start realizing everything that you've been told is a lie and then you go into school and like you know what I mean it can be a shock to the system and so a lot of times that they may rail against it because I know I did when I first become conscious and, and was listening to PE and was learning about Malcolm and Fair Guy, my attitude at school was different. You know, I was like, this is some bullshit. Maybe, I think maybe that's part of. But it's like you what said happened. before, you still have to play the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still have to play the game. So, y'all tapped in to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first, Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. We're going to go ahead and get into the social media post of the week. All right, so uh, I think all y'all been saying this in your timeline. <clears throat> There's a video circulating of a mother cutting her daughter's braids after her father brought the son back with a haircut Boo. and the daughter back with beads. Boo. I'm going to do the first video first. My baby seemed like they'd be crying. I don't care. I told you to stop playing. They motherfuckers cut my baby hair out of here. Look at that shit. That shit sad. It hurt my baby feeling. Cause you don't hurt the dad. You hurt my feeling. You hurt my baby feeling. That baby sat there for two hours. My baby sat there for two hours. My baby. All right, y'all. So that was the video. The woman actually took a pair of scissors and cut this baby's hair off. Now the baby couldn't be any more than two, three years old probably even younger, cried during that, home, that whole video. Then, uh, you know, social media gave a big backlash once they saw that, a big backlash. So the mom went on in her defense and posted a video trying to explain why she did what she did. Now, I put a link right there inside the people who are watching in the comments so they can see that now. Here's a video. They don't sound like you the one fucked that baby head up and blame it on somebody else. Boy, you saw a picture. I ain't gonna lie, it was cute. I ain't say it was ugly. It was brave and real cute. It just was tight as hell, and I ain't do it. Number one, number one reason, on real petty baby, I didn't do it, and I ain't tell him to let nobody do it. So the second number one reason is that what that what showing up made me cut it out. I love to see that it was too tight. It was too tight. It was too tight. My baby hell had her, her skin meat was puffing up between the braids and everything. It was pretty. But it was too tight. And I don't even braid her hair that tight. Who was fighting that work? I told you, stop playing. They want to cut my baby. Okay, so the mother, y'all listen, she said the the two number one reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so reason number one <laughs> was because she didn't do it. And reason number two is because she was mad because she didn't do it. That's exactly what she yeah. said. That's what came out of her mouth. And then it was too tight. It was puffing up. One thing I know about kids, I have daughters. If you braid their hair too tight, if you got a tender-headed child, as we call it in the black community, they're going to let you know. And sometimes it do be braided tight. Grown women know when y'all get them braids, y'all about to go on vacation, <laughs> y'all got to sleep like this. 
Because you know, the, the hair be hurting you. You don't want to mess up. You don't want to mess up. <laughs> mess up your hairstyles and you sleeping like this. You know the mug be so tight, your head be back like this. Highbrows be way other Chinese. You look, you look like you're part of the Ming Dynasty. I just, I, uh, edges gonna be gone. You know, you just you stay up all night because <laughs> your eyes won't shut. But that baby's hair wasn't that tight. No. We all saw that video, and the mother she. Nah, that wasn't even. That wasn't even. Uh, what, no, what, what the, the, uh, the extensions, yeah, they look, yeah, yeah, those yeah, was the hanging kind. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the word is. For. Yeah, those was cornrows. Oh yeah, like, you will so, see. So it's just it's an, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to attach that second video here, y'all. Let me go ahead and put that in here too as well. So basically, the mother said she did it because she was being petty because she didn't do it. That was the bottom line. Yeah. She felt that his girlfriend did it, so she had a problem with it, so she cut it out, mm-hmm. traumatizing that child, and thinks she's punishing the daddy. I, I am very interested to see what y'all say, but I've lived through this situation. Mm-hmm. Things very, very similar. I remember my daughter's first day of school being spoiled um, because of pettiness like this. It does nothing but hurt the children. I'm just going to give y'all my, my, my verdict right out. The woman was being petty. You need to grow up. It's about the children. It's about the children. Now, I posted this in, the, in, the, in our group, and I'll probably read some of these things, but... I'm going to go ahead and read this statement today. Jordana Zabel said that they, that made me mad. Uh, there was no justification for what she did. She never said in the first video that the braids were too tight. Of course she didn't. She made that up afterwards. And uh, she wanted to start busting out laughing. Mm-hmm. All right, Lisa, you being a woman on the panel, I think that you're probably the most qualified one of us to answer or have a response to something like this. Well, I don't even think I'm that qualified to answer this because I'm way above this. That's so beyond me. So beyond. <laughs> just so beneath. <laughs> so petty. It is. It's just. I'm. It's so. Um, so she petty, petty, and she said, "I'm petty, she petty. petty. I'm petty, petty." She is. That we see you open up petty, and then it's her face right there. <laughs> but that shows nothing. But she is a angry, bitter ex, and she's not intelligent enough, or she's too ignorant to see that. You know, her hurt is, is causing. Her child, and it's probably, and it's not probably, it's going to traumatize that baby way more than she probably already going to be just for, just based off that little clip, and I'm probably just making an assumption, but this is what I'm about to do. I'm just going to assume, I feel as if before him and that woman broke up, it was very toxic. I think that this woman is a very toxic person. She's toxic to herself. She's toxic to her child, and in return, she's toxic to the community. Now, I don't want to just throw her away or just dismiss her. I, I if if I had anything to do with it, or you know, in my opinion, she needs she definitely needs some sort of therapy, as we talked about earlier. She needs some definitely some reflection, um, and I think that. If she doesn't get some sort of reflection and check herself, that she's going to destroy this child. I wouldn't hold my breath. It ain't having no time. <laughs> it doesn't. And it doesn't seem like it's going no to happen. So here we have a child that is going to be. What's up, Robert Mary? Hurt exactly, Lisa. And destroyed. 
You understand? Hurt people hurt people, and she's obviously hurt now. I don't know if this man, if it's because of this man or she was hurt before him or what have you. But either way, the woman is hurt. She's toxic, and she... We got a caller. Mm. Do you want to take the caller? You want your, your thing first? No, go ahead. Get the call. Dora said, uh, this is probably a regular occurrence, unfortunately. Yeah. Get the call. I believe so. Like I said, um, we'll call back. Uh, that... Well, um, you got it. That's a, <laughs> such a hard thing because I, I want to blow down very, very harshly. It's a Hello? Hello? What's going on? This is Lex G. You're on the full disclosure show. Hola, hola. Hello, people. How you hello, doing? Hello, What's going on, youngin? Shout out to Challenge Accepted. The hottest, oh, new, yes, the hottest new podcast okay. out there. Challenge accepted, y'all. Challenge accepted. All right. Now, what's your opinion on this 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 young lady cutting this baby's hair off? Um, I do think that it was definitely a petty act. Uh, also, I think as far as the traumatizing thing go, she's probably going to remember more so how hurt her dad was versus how she was feeling in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, um, well, just from that. I think that she was, as long as her mom doesn't do anything like that again, I don't think that it would be so detrimental to their actual relationship. I just feel like she would start understanding um, that it's coming from a place of hurt and not a personal aspect. But if that's how her mom is on a regular, that is not the first situation that happened because I saw that same clip and I think that lady said, he shouldn't have recorded me. So I'm guessing that she does that on many occasions mm -hmm. but um yeah that clip hurt my feelings i can't lie yeah yeah it, it, it was something painful to watch i mean you know I, i've lived through some of this stuff you know traumatically and uh but i've i've grown with it and mm -hmm. some of the things that the people were doing they've grown with it as well but once again y'all it was something you said in your during your segment when we talked about your Dwayne wade thing we have to put the kids right. needs above yeah. our own and there's so many women out here wishing that they had involved fathers. I was just getting ready to say that. And she's simple. She's simple. you got an involved father. Father who got a son cut, hair cut. Yeah, and I you wish. Know, you know it ain't cheap to get hair braided. I wish my kids uh, father Thank you, Lex, for calling in. Thank you, Lex. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank yeah. Again, shout out to uh, uh, Challenge Accepted. The, the yes, Challenge is out, accepted. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. I wish my kids' father would come and, and my daughter come home and her hair be laid out. You know what I'm saying? Save you the trouble yeah. doing it, don't it? Especially if she's simple, she's simple because she know that when you have a little girl and you want your little girl to look fresh, or what have you, you want your daughter to look decent all the time, you keep your daughter's hair up. Mm -hmm. and, and the way she hollering, that's what she does. And you, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Trajana Sable said Ricky Smiley on a video said he would pay the father's legal fees for, to get custody. Wow. wow. He does need to go wow. for custody. That's deep. She, she does because this woman is very toxic to her child. And, and she said the Ricky Smiley quote right here. And so, it's so sad because she doesn't even realize how simple she is and how toxic she is. Hopefully she'll grow up deep. Unfortunately, man. She suffers what I see many, many, many people suffer from. And I say it time and time again, we just too emotional. You know, we, we people in general, but then us as a people, it seems like we just seem, you know, 
people when you react out of emotion this is what you get when you react out of place of 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 you know of depression or a place of anger or a place of bitterness when you when you act out like this this is what happens you know what I mean you do stuff because your feelings is hurt you don't think about nobody else's feelings but your own you know it's like we we can't separate it's like you know what they said don't do business with family because petty shit like this gets in the way like you know we can't just separate business and say this was business okay we didn't get it now I gotta hate you forever you know what I mean like we just too emotional I, mean, I see it every single day people acted out of emotion and this is a clear cut case of it like of course he was being spiteful to the father she used the daughter to 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 as a control uh, uh, mechanism like no this is my daughter I get her hair braided you don't do nothing you know what I mean because like you said because of her feelings toward him or the, whatever their relationship was yeah. however it ended she feels some type of way about it it's obvious like if she needs something for that baby I bet you she call him and exactly. then she don't do it he, right he right no you know so, so, so it's just it's just ridiculous she's, man she's, I feel like she's a type that says oh come here Baby, your daddy don't care about you. Your daddy don't love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, she'll tell, she won't tell daddy about birthday party or she'll tell daddy he can't come and then tell the baby, oh, daddy don't love, love you. You, no you know what I'm saying? Those sorts of things. And Using the child as a pawn to I'm, hurt. Not, I'm not that type of baby mom. Like, please, where you at? My I do my own girl here. <laughs> she had an Alabama Crimson Tide thing, so you know, Alabama, I hope y'all claiming that. I just wanted to play that clip again so they understood. Yeah, man. So, about. you know, it's just like we get out your emotions, man. Get put your, you have to be able to put when they say hurt people, hurt people. That's because hurt people stay in <laughs> that hurt. You know what I mean? Josiah Staples said that's toxic femininity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ego. And, you know, it's just like, oh, you know, man, you, you, big you, ups. you perpetrate hurt on other people when mm -hmm. you relish in that hurt and you stay in that hurt. I can be hurt. And put that to the side and deal with the same person who maybe hurt me. You know what I mean? But I don't have to deal with you in that same manner in which, you know what I'm saying, I might, I might feel about you. But let's come to the realization of this. In a lot of cases like that, when you see this type of vitriol, whether it be on the male or the female's part, um, that is the most special and amazing thing that you're going to ever do in a lot of cases in your life. That's probably the, the epitome of being a human being is bringing another human being into this world. I'm glad you said that. Cause she, it, it, she, she was gifted to be able to bring two because he had a son and a daughter with her. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, a person realizes, I've peaked. This is it for me. And that baby, those babies are probably the only special thing that this woman feels she's going to give to the world. And that's sad. Yeah, she probably mm -hmm. has very... That's sad. Her... her the video gave the appearance that she doesn't think too highly of herself, of herself for her to carry herself like that. But trust me, that man is not the only one she's using those babies against. No. I bet you when she's mad at her mother, she keeps the kids from mm -hmm. her mom. Mm -hmm. I bet you when she's mad at the whoever loved her, yep. the sister, the aunties, whatever, that baby, the, the babies suffer. 
Right. And those babies are going to suffer in silence a lot of times. When she's not going to have something, they're probably going to sit there in the dark sometimes. Yeah, she they're going to sit there and not have food sometimes because she's too prideful to say that she needs something. Yeah. Or she steps on toes. Because obviously those kids are loved. You can see love kids. Yeah. Right. And that baby... The first video, she like this. She doing her little braids. And daddy gets started. She's she like showing her mommy, look how pretty I am. And then to have your mother grab a pair of scissors and cut your hair. Once again, that's the most the most special thing you can do is bring another life in this, uh-huh. in this right. world. And why don't we work hard as, if we're not together, let's work hard to be there for the kids. Because a lot of times we always talk about these, you mentioned well, earlier that these men ain't involved with their kids. What do you do in that situation when you are trying to be involved? Once again, black fathers are the most involved fathers, whether they're in the house or not. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to piggyback off what, what, what both of y'all said. Okay. I just wanted to tie in when you're talking about putting the children first, making it about the kids, you know what I mean? In the sense that having an understanding that the most important relationship that there is is the relationship between a mom and a father. You know what I mean? As in terms of the kids, like that relationship is going to dictate a lot of what this child's future is going to be, mm-hmm. and that's regardless. Like even if the father isn't there, even if the mother isn't there, like you know, my father wasn't there, but my mother never spoke ill of my father. My yeah. mom, my mom never. She told me her truth. But she never painted him to be anything but what she's, you know, she never, oh, that motherfucker, you know what I mean? She never did that. So, you know, who knows if if she always spoke ill of him or negative of him, how that would have affected me as a man coming up. So regardless of whether that relationship, man, is critical. And if you a mother or father of a child, how could you not realize that and and put, you know what I mean? And and have that... Go ahead, Lisa. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. I was done. Go ahead. Sometimes you don't understand how women don't have that mother's instinct, but you got to sit back and think like we all been programmed. You know what I'm saying? So she's just going along with the program, and she, I don't want to speak ill of her, but she gives the appearance that she is the spokesperson for white supremacy. Everything that white supremacy tries to program you to be, she's giving that appearance that that's what she is. She's elaborating on the broken family. You know, just because you guys aren't together, you guys still need to co-parent, especially when your child is still a child. You know what I'm saying? She's in her feelings. She's in her feelings. And the one thing I want to point out about this video (coughs) is that, you took the words out of my mouth, kind of, is that she's she's setting the standard for relationship with a man. So when you do stuff like this and carry on like this, you, you, you raise this child to already have an automatic hurt, I mean a hate towards men and to have an automatic thought process towards men. So she's already going to go into relationships. Well, she's seeing, she's seeing an adversarial relationship right. between her father and her mother. And, her father and mm-hmm. mother are butting heads. They're going at each other. It's not a pleasant, right. you know, and she's going to pick up and on that. And subconsciously, you're going to always attract those type of relationships yeah. on this. She's going to be aggressive. Right. She's going to yep. be adversarial to her man instead mm-hmm. of, you know. Comrades. Hey, Trezana Staples said, that's one of the reasons why we don't have unity in our community. We are too busy hurting each other. Mm-hmm. 
think we can handle that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, man, we got to get out of feelings, man. And when you talked about just to kind of piggyback to why I say black people are a lot more emotional, and that comes from, you know, white supremacists. Mm-hmm. That comes from a lot of, there's a lot of baggage in that. You know what I mean? So we got to learn to compartmentalize better and put each other first, man. You know what I mean? You are tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first, Baba Rich Green, Dick Dastly, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. We want to thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I mean it. Everybody that's showing love, please like and share the page, the video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Full Disclosure Show. Man, it's going down, man. Big things is coming. I can feel it. I can feel it. So, uh, man, tell the people in your life you love them. Because tomorrow ain't promised to nobody, man. All love, all day. RIP to everybody we losing. And uh, I know some people that lost some people this week. Hey, man, you know, rest in power. And uh, all love, all day. Condolences to the whole Rose family. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Stay royal.